No, welcome to episode number eight of the Stay Attached podcast. We are here with a very special guest, the one and only Preston and or Priesta, my teammate right now, and uh, one of the most talented players in Call of Duty history. He's been on teams such as FaZe Clan, 100T, so some of the biggest brands, and he's been a part of some of the biggest series and craziest comebacks in Call of Duty history. Preston, welcome to the show. Thanks, brother Dill. I'm excited <laughs> to be here, man. You know, episode eight. You Let's like go. that? You Love like that? that? I'm a, I'm a little, I'm a little uh, show host from time to time. You know, I'm getting in my show yeah. host bag. <laughs> yeah, man, you're, you're, you're good at what you do, bro. You yeah, know? I appreciate you. I appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule. I know you just got done training for the marathon you were running. I think you ran like what'd you say, like 13 miles this morning, just as a quick warm up. So I appreciate yeah, you stopping it wasn't, by. It wasn't anything like too hard, but yeah, like 13. And then you're going to go no. on your private jet to the Super Bowl in like an hour, like right after the show ends, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We kind of we kind of have to hurry it up a little bit. Okay, cause... okay, my bad, my bad. All yeah. right, so no, we're, actually, good, good, good. we're going to start off. I've never done this on the show, but we're going to start off with five questions. You just choose one or the other. Two options. It's it. Very simple. The first one is going to be Chiefs or Bucks for the Super Bowl. Who's winning? Bro, I haven't watched any football, but I'll go with the Chiefs. Chiefs, that's a good, that's a good pick. Like, that's what I, I say. I'm like, I think the Chiefs are going to win. But I want Tom Brady and the Bucks to win, so that's kind of like how I'm feeling about that. Um, yeah. Next, Mexican food or Italian food? Mexican food by far. Yeah, I love Me Mexican food. Mexican food is the best. That's no, Mexican food. Italian, Italian is food. good, but like if I have to pick, I'm going with Mexican yeah, all day. Like, like spicy food, just like oh, it's so good. Those are my top two right there for sure. MW two or Bo two? Um, oh, people are gonna hate on me for this. I, I'm gonna say MW2 just because I didn't play BO2 that much, okay. so like I can't really go with BO2, yeah. but like everyone talks highly about it, obviously. But for me, MW2 is a lot of fun just because, like, yeah. all I did in that game was like snipers, <laughs> trick shot, dumb thing, yeah, just tri no, it was like well, trick shots, but not really. It was oh, like, maybe, they like, had like a competitive, competitive sniping, yeah, oh, like, like a competitive. No, I wasn't, it was just like I wasn't like a clan and we would just like 1v1 uh, all day, like. We had like this ranking system where like you would join, right? And you have like a number in your clan tag at what rank you are in the clan. And then say that was like rank 27, you have to 1v1 the rank 26 person. And then if you beat them, then you take their spot and you flip. Does that make sense? And yeah, then you like climb the ladder. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you just would change it every time. How many times do you change your clan tag? Like, what's the highest you got to? I got to, dude, I, I got to number one the first day and these people were fucking mind blown, dude. It was hilarious. Because <laughs> I was like, a, I was like such a young kid, but I was yeah. like nasty at it. And yeah. I just like climbed the rank and they're like freaking out. They're like, dude, who is this kid? Like, it was awesome. Like, I'll never forget it. You're just shitting on the old guys. They're in their college dorm room playing yeah, COD. <laughs> max sensitivity, just going crazy. Okay. Cold or warm weather? Cold or warm weather? Yeah. Um... I used to say cold, but I probably say warm now. I don't like really being cold unless it's like when I'm sleeping. Yeah, not to be cold when I sleep. Got to have the temperature of 68 degrees to get the optimal sleep. You know, got to. Facts, facts. And last but not least, SND or hardpoint. Um, hardpoint. Hardpoint. Unless it's Black Ops 3. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, yeah, it's going. I feel like SND and hardpoint are both like I don't know. They're staples in COD. They're both really fun. I really know which one I enjoy more. I think it's game to game. Like some games are better for SND, some games are better for Hardpoint. I feel like. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. It's game to game for sure. I just feel like SND hasn't been as good. Yeah. As it could be in like the past like four years, five years. Yeah, MWSND was pretty bad to be honest. <laughs> yeah. All right, but now let's learn more about you. What was uh, like some of your hobbies or stuff growing up? What did you do before you really got into gaming? Any sports or anything like that? 
Um, I mean, I did like baseball and football all the way up until like high school. Then I kind of fell away from it. Uh, I've skate. I was skateboarding my entire life. Uh, and then I, I actually injured myself. That's why I started gaming more. Uh, but yeah, it was base baseball, football, and skateboarding were the three things that I really did. How'd you get into like skateboarding? Is it just something you saw on TV and you like wanted to do, or did some of your all like all your friends do it? Or no, nah, I uh, I grew up with it. So like, there was always a skateboard in my house. Like my brother used to skateboard. Mm. Uh, my older brother used to skateboard, and then like, I think I don't know. Like, all I know is that I was literally on a skateboard in a diaper. Like, I literally, <laughs> like, I was thrown onto a skateboard at a very yeah. young age. So like, it was just your like, hands, you're on the skateboard, and there's yeah, yeah, exactly. So like, I just like grew up with it. it was always around. Yeah, and then how like how so how many years did you skateboard for? Um, I skateboarded up until, damn, what was it? I think junior. I think junior year of high school, mm-hmm. so up until like 16 or 17. Yeah, and then I got to ask, who are some of your favorite skateboarders to watch? Um, I'd probably say like Shane O'Neill, Nigel Houston, Paul Rodriguez. Those are like my top three guys. Yeah. Like maybe Luan Rodriguez. Yeah. I, I remember, I don't know anything about skateboarding, but I remember I went to uh, the, what's it called? Is it Super or the Street League Super Crown thing? When Shane O'Neill yeah. won, that was lit. That was crazy when Shane won. I I didn't know anything about skateboarding at the time. I could barely stay on the skateboard. So yeah, I'm jealous. See, I'm jealous. You got to get to go to that. To see like all them in real life, like doing all those tricks, and making it look so easy, it's just like mind blowing. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, how, like yo, these people got to be hacking or something. I don't even know. It doesn't even look real. But um, I know you mentioned. <laughs> got to be hacking. <laughs> I know you mentioned earlier that like you got injured, and that's how. You, is that how you like got into gaming after you got injured skateboarding? Or were you gaming a little bit? Like, uh, I mean, then? I was I was gaming while I was skateboarding. So like, those were like the two things I like really wanted to do. But skateboarding was actually like my priority at the time. Yeah. Like I wanted to actually do that more than gaming. And I like started taking more serious, started doing it every day, started like recording and stuff, trying to make videos to get mm. sponsored. And then I fractured myself. And then that's when I was like thinking about. It. I was like, well, the only thing I really do now is still is skateboarding or not skateboarding yeah. is uh, gaming. So I was like, all right, well, I'm going to start gaming. I started streaming more. I started playing S&D tournaments. And then I kind of just started, like, making money from that. Yeah. And how did you go from just playing S&D tournaments, streaming and stuff, to actually getting to competitive team scrimming, going to an event, and uh, all that? Uh, yeah, so I was in Black Ops 3. Um, I turned 18, like, halfway through the year. But, like, it was, like, a month before I turned 18. I started, I told, like, everyone that I played S&D with, I was like, yo, I'm not going to be playing. Like, it was, like, at the time, it was, like, Mike. Uh, turn up and simp. Oh, okay. And yeah, I was yeah. like, I, I literally told him, I was like, yo, like, I'm going to Marriott. Like, I'm sorry, bros. Like, I got to do it. Yeah. And and then I started just, like, trying to get an AIDS, like, C2C AIDS or whatever AIDS I can get in. And just getting my name out there that, yo, I'm about to turn 18 um, and I'm going to start competing. And then eventually I landed myself on a team with um, Fastball, Too Quick, and Nelson. And at the time, it was good for me just because yeah. they kind of all had their name out there already for Marriott. Yeah. Like, too quick was like a pro nelson was like a sub in the league and at the time i didn't really know much about fastball but i was like yo this is like a good starting team for me and then i just got on that team and started just going to events and just started meeting new people and climbing the ranks of teams and hey, what was your uh first event you went to um it was actually an aw it was um ontario i think oh okay yeah yeah, yeah. ontario yeah. i remember i remember that one i actually didn't play at that one because i had like my my prom the night before then, no way yeah so I, I didn't play at that event unfortunately but i went there i still went there and like chill with everyone and watched it but when you went to ontario like 
after that event or during that event were you like all right like i have what it takes to go pro or when did you have that moment when you like kind of knew that you had what it took to become a professional player and you're like i'm going pro um i mean like so i started going to like local tournaments and ghosts before okay. i even knew about majors and i won like a few i won like three uh like local tournaments and i was like all right well i'm just like way better than like everyone <laughs> here pretty much like i like had a lot of confidence in myself and then I found out about majors, and I was like, all right, well, let me go travel and, like, play at these land tournaments with all the pros and stuff. Yeah. And then I got, um, we got, ended up getting top 20 in my first event, and I was like, and I was doing really good, too. And that's, I mean, I didn't know I could go pro, but I knew I was good at what yeah. I was doing. So I was like, yeah, I'm just going to keep doing this. And then I consistently just placed, like, top 20, top 16, top 20, top 24, like, up there. And, I mean, I kept getting the pool play, but, like, yeah. I didn't know I didn't know how long it was gonna take me, but I knew I had what it take like what it took at yeah. that point when I did it consistently a few times. And then what was the uh, next team you got on fall after being on Panda with the McPeacers? After Panda was TGC, I believe. Okay, and that's going um, to like Infinite Warfare. Or yeah, it was yeah it was well Infinite Warfare. Um, I'm trying to think. So Infinite Warfare, I was on Panda at the beginning, and then I went to TGC after the first mm. event because we just we kept placing like the like around the same thing, yeah. like top twenty four and stuff. And I was like, well, we're not making any progress, so let me try to make another team. And then I joined uh, TGC. It was me, Mox, Drama, and Exotic. Okay, and that's the beginning of IW, or like mm -hmm. the middle part. It was like I think it was like it was more towards the the beginning, yeah. Okay. And when did you get your first like top eight placing or get into the pro league? Um, I think my first top eight placing was actually when I got picked up by. Actually, I, I can't remember if we placed top eight with TGC or not. I think we got to top twelve, and then hmm. I got picked up by Cloud Nine, um, which was me, Assault, Aches, and Exotic. Yeah. And we had to go through the qualifier because they were just in the league and had to requalify. So we went through the qualifier, and then we got top six at that same event. So that was okay. the first time I placed in the top eight. Yeah, and then I do remember, I still remember it. Uh, after one of your matches in the Pro League in Infinite Warfare when you fell off the stage. Oh my God, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, someone, yo, someone on the other team set me up though, dude. That was so bad. Like the stage, okay, so like the stage was, set I didn't have that much. Them. Set the story okay, all right, for so, them. All right, so I'm like, yo, these guys just got smoked. I'm about to go sick GG's to them, right? <laughs> like I'm walking over. Someone moves their chair back hold on let me scoot back so i can show you you know how people like would have their backpacks next to them yeah like, i don't know how much you can see right now so he scoots his chair back and has his backpack in front of him like this like leaning over like doing all that stuff and i had probably like i had like this much space to move <laughs> on the like on the stage bro and i had no idea and i like just took a step and my like leg slipped off but thankfully bro thankfully um my foot landed straight on the ground and not like twisting my ankle i just yeah. messed my whole rug hold on oh no not the rug not the rug. We're about to have another incident again. There we go. We got the got the Herman Miller in there. It smells like it smells like rich. It smells like rich and P Dog setup. Yeah, I had to flex on him real quick. <laughs> nah, but I just remember watching the stream. I was like, oh my god, did that guy just fall off the stage? <laughs> Bro, it could have been so much yeah. worse because I already had my surgery on my on my ankle. Ooh. If, and like, was it that leg that like? Yeah, it was that oh, leg that shit, fell off? That was too, actually so. really scary. Yeah, so I actually could have messed myself up bad, yeah. but luckily, like, my foot just landed flat on the, on the ground. Yeah. 
Luckily, it wasn't like too big of a drop, but it probably just caught you so off guard. Just like, cause it's just, I know exactly what you're talking about. That stage in Ohio at the MLG Arena, like you couldn't see anything because there was like a black curtain there. The well, yeah, stage there's a black, banner right behind and so it, so you can like yeah. see what's on the other side. So it's, I've probably definitely come close to falling off that as well. But damn, that was actually crazy. No, nah. <laughs> <laughs> bro, yeah, no. If my foot didn't land straight on the ground, I literally probably would have just took the whole banner down in the back. <sighs> yeah, it would have been. That wouldn't have been too good. <laughs> But now, uh, closing out the infinite uh, the IW year, I think you got like fourth at an event. That was like your highest placing that year. Dude, I I don't even know. I, I think you got, got fourth. I think you got fourth at an event. Uh, that was your highest place. I think you had like MLG Anaheim. Was it fourth? Oh, okay, I thought it was sixth. Maybe it was fourth. I think it was fourth. But I don't know. Okay. I could be, I could be wrong. I don't know. But just, let's just go with fourth, just for yeah, the sake of it. Yeah, let's go with I'm down for that. <laughs> and then in World War Two. It all started. You got the call up to FaZe Clan. Uh, I know you and Chris. Talk about like how you you and Chris started like teaming up and playing together. Um, I mean, it was mainly just like S and D and Black Ops Three because I think he was coaching at the time. I think he was coaching. Yeah, and Black Ops Three was, was coaching. Yeah, and he was just playing like S and D tournaments, and we eventually just started teaming up for S and D tournaments and started yeah. winning some tournaments. And he was always, like, saying, like, yo, one day we're going to team. And I was like, dude, shut up. Like, you already, like, went to coaching. Like, you're not going to come back type yeah. of thing. And then, um, and then, yeah, going into World War II, him and Tommy approached me. And they're like, yo, we're thinking about picking you up. And I was like, bro, like, yes, I'm down. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. So it wasn't, like, anything crazy. But, yeah, I mean, me definitely playing with Crowder helped for sure. Just, like, playing S&D and him kind of just knowing – um knowing of me and knowing how good I was, like, definitely helped. Yeah, it's actually crazy. Like, I feel like it's not talked about enough how Crowder went from being a retired coach to coming back coming and back then and winning. going to win it on win an event because that's just never happened before. No one's ever came Andy back and won. And he qualified for IW Champs, too. Yeah, he played IW Champs as well. So, <laughs> like, like, he he made it to Champs. We're like, Tommy, I really like Chris. So, we picked him up. And then uh, Chris just said, kept saying you're nasty. And we're like, all right, well, might as well. Because, like, even, like, then – it still wasn't like the popular thing like it is nowadays to pick up a new 18-year-old cracked out player. Like back then, nah, yeah. every, it was just the same players. Would just The same players would team with the same players. They would break up and then go team again with the same players. Like it wasn't a thing to just pick up new faces. And I still yeah. remember the uh, the copy pasta or the meme that got started when he joined FaZe. Who the fuck is Why is he on FaZe? Who the fuck is Priesta and why is he on FaZe? And um, yeah, that was, that was actually that was a good one. Really that funny. went on for so long, actually. Yeah, it did. It did. And it probably didn't help that we were getting um, T32 in the 2Ks. <laughs> we were just getting shit on online. And we were just like, oh, my God. Like, this is the most stressful thing ever. I know I was stressed out. I'm sure oh, yeah. you were stressed out. Like, dude, what was going through your head when we were just getting T32 in the 2Ks? Are you just like, bro, like, are we just ass? Or, like, what's up? Nah, I didn't even think we were, like, ass. I was like... Cause we got, I feel like we got kind of unlucky the first one, just cause we played a team that had the game early and they were like grinding, the, like they were just grinding the game. Yeah. And then after that, then we just got thrown into like super hard brackets yeah. and like, obviously we should be able to beat everyone if we want to win, but it's like, we were still getting kind of unlucky. So I wasn't like, I wanted to just chalk the team up, but yeah. it, it, it did suck though. It, it definitely, it was definitely stressful. I feel like we also didn't have like a good, like host for the team because like two of us were in the east nah, coast yeah. two of us were in the west coast so it was like all right but like if we were we weren't just all in one location or like three people in one location or something so i feel like 
the hosting wasn't that good. And that's just kind of really what's important, especially in those two Ks. But it's all good. We bounced back. Uh, we had to go to the open bracket. A legendary at, run. <laughs> at Dallas, where, where we live now, which is kind of crazy. Um, that was the same event that had, like, the bomb threats. And then... Oh, yeah. It got... The, whole, the first Friday got that. canceled. Like, Friday was legit canceled. There was no matches that got played on Friday. And we had to make the open bracket run on Saturday. What do you remember from that, like, tournament in that open bracket run? I just remember, like, there were some crazy, like, S&D matches. I don't know who it was, but we went to, like, a last map, like, game five, like, super late with someone. Yeah. And, like, the map was just crazy. I, just, I think I, we played, like, eight or nine matches in one day. Because we started, yeah, like, yeah. we played all of our open bracket matches. And then the four, the four three or four like pool play matches all in one day so like that was an insane that was, the, that was probably yeah that was probably the longest day of call of duty for like any team probably yeah because no team i think like, yeah, like eight or <laughs> like eight nine maybe ten matches i don't even know that's probably like six rounds in open bracket and then another four after that so that, that's that was a yeah, crazy no, we day. Played, we played an insane amount of cod and that just brought the passion out right there like it's it's not easy to go through open bracket Played through all that, and then we ended up placing fourth. So, like, we got a ton of pro points, which is really good. That kind of, like, set us up to get into the league. But I'll never forget that run. And, like, that just that just showed the the heart, the heart we had. We're like, yo, we ain't getting T32 again. And we just <laughs> – we went crazy and ran it all the way up. Um, and then we had a couple of all right events after. A couple of, like, all right placings. Um, and season one playoffs happens. One of the craziest events in Call of Duty history. How how do you remember season one playoffs and like what just what's what are your thoughts on that on that team and that event and how it all went down? Yeah, so season one playoffs, like we started off like super slow and like Yeah, we got three out like, by or three one by TK. I see Lamar in the chat. Was it three one? <laughs> three one three oh on the Friday. I remember that. Yeah, we started off losing and we're like, fuck, like right there, like once you lose once, you're like, damn, like well, we're already in loser bracket, so it's like, fuck, like, this is going to be a super hard event to win. And, like, the team vibes were kind of weird. It was like, I don't know, is this a little weird? And then, like, we just went into the next, like, matches just, like, not caring, you know? Like, we, I feel like yeah. we just, like, we just went in. We're like, bro, if we fucking lose, we lose. And we just started just flying around at people and just, like, just doing whatever we wanted to do. And we started winning. <laughs> Literally, I, that's, how, that's how it felt. Like, it was just, like, we don't care. We win, we win, we lose, we lose. And we're just playing. And then... The craziest thing is about that whole losers bracket run is that I think we played six total matches and in five of the, or six or seven total matches and in five or six of those series we went game five every yeah. single time and to win an event like that is just insane and then we also the one match we didn't go uh game five was against TK when we met him in the losers bracket and we sent Lamar and TK home 3-0 peace out we'll see you next time oh, and shit. um Lamar's yeah, not, Lamar's not gonna like that one. But I feel like people forget about that run to get through the loser bracket because the finals was just finals so crazy. crazy. The finals, yeah, hundred no, percent. The whole event was that whole event was actually nuts for us. And wait, and in the losers finals, we literally reverse swept LG to make it to the finals too. Like I, I forgot about that for a little bit as well. I'm like, wait, we just reverse swept the team to make it to the grand finals. Now we got to win two best of fives, and yep. dude. I'll never, I'll never forget the London docks when we were down one five. Chris is on the middle of the map. He jumps off from the mid steps, breaks his ankles oh, by B Dom in a one v three. 
And I was like, yo, this is like, what's, what's Chris doing? He's just going row. He's jumping off the map. And then he ended up clutching it. 1v3 and it was 2-5 and I was like bro I've never seen right. anyone I've never seen anyone play clutch situations or like just S&D the way Chris was playing S&D in, in World War 2 yeah this man would literally pull out his pistol and literally just start sprinting across the map and I'm like bro there's no it, way like you don't just get caught right it now like, he doesn't care but it would like work <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah, he wanted would, to die but it would work yeah it would literally just work and I'm like okay good shit Chris what the hell and then he clutches the 1v3 and yawns he's like alright good job guys <laughs> and then we somehow make the come back and uh die was just an insane insane event insane uh series right there i cannot believe cannot believe we won that so that was the second biggest event of the year so it was definitely a good dub to get that was a great dub to get <laughs> great, great it was a, it was a great dub to get i think that was your first event win right your yeah, first that was major? My first, yeah that was my first major win it's a pretty good first major event win pretty good first one 50 racks to each player yeah we'll take that <laughs> that's a. Uh, that's a that's a big one, and then uh, the World War Two season was all right, and got third at champs. Coulda coulda was it called? Definitely made it into finals, but some unfortunate stuff happened in that series. Lamar <laughs> chokeslammed us, sent us home. Ah oh, shit! I would say chokeslammed. Like no, nah, it was super close. It was we super close. Won we should have won. Yeah, like, we no. we definitely should have. Pharaoh gunned me off the tower. R.I.P. to him. Um, <laughs> he was a beast. Uh, next round, you and Chris get one v two by Kenny. Like it was just, it was just uh, unfortunate series of events. Wish we could have. Oh yeah, when he was running around the fucking yeah. haystack on me, dude. Oh my I god. Just, I just, I remember spectating you guys. I'm like, wait, I swear. I'm like, yo, I think I hear him or something. I'm like, he has to because he like had to be in that area. But like, you guys were running around and just couldn't, couldn't find him. It was just, it was crazy. <laughs> Timing yeah. was nuts. Oh man, that 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 one hurts. That one hurts. It's all good. We'll we'll try and go for the nah. uh, we'll try and go for it again this year. And then they didn't even win the event after they beat us. Lamar, yeah, that Lamar <laughs> we threw them the alley oop, and Lamar's getting choke slammed by Animal Salt off the top rope. Choke slam, <laughs> choke slam, choke slam. Like, damn. Come on, Lamar. Just no ice in the finals. Like, why'd you even go there if you weren't if you're gonna get choke slam? Alright, yo, back to the back to the podcast. We're, oh, yeah, we'll yeah, stop yeah, hosting him. Yeah, we're getting off, yeah, we're getting off topic. Uh, and now moving on uh, from the World War II season, we had a solid year. Uh, we I think we we're actually statistically the best SND team in that game. We just had the highest win percentage in there, so that's pretty good. Uh, and then Black Ops Four comes around. Definitely not the start we wanted, and uh, we failed to qualify at the P PLQ. And uh, I Dang, probably, we had a lot of we had a lot of bad starts, huh? We had a lot of bad starts. So hopefully, we start <laughs> this year off better. Yeah, yeah, we start this year off better. Um, <laughs> and then what's it called? PLQ happens. We don't qualify. You, how does that happen when you get on hundred T with Chris? Like, how did that that all go down? Um, I, well, that was when like so they had Pharaoh on their team at the time, and they were like kind of struggling, and um. I forget who approached me. I think I, I think oh, it was Austin. Austin approached me, and uh, he was like, "Yo, we're thinking about picking you up." And I was like, "I mean, I'm not in the pro league anymore, so like, I kind of have to." <laughs> yeah, like, you're, you're like, "Please." <laughs> yeah, I'm like, "Someone pick me up. I'm down." And uh, I mean, yeah. So I just yeah. I just joined off of that pretty much. And then, what did you feel like? Obviously, you weren't on 100 T before, but what did you feel like you and Chris brought to the team to make them a championship team? Because before they were getting like top 12, they almost didn't qualify. I'm not sure if they lost to like. Gen G or something, they wouldn't have qualified with maybe like a 5-0 comeback or just something absurd to like yeah. have a chance of still qualifying. So 100T wasn't even good at the time either uh, in the beginning of Black Ops 4. And then you and Chris joined and 
you guys become the best team and win back to back and just find all this success. So like, what, what did you and Chris bring that they were missing? Um, well, from the, like from the outside looking in at their, their team before I joined was like, they were kind of like clashing heads and they weren't really getting along. Yeah. Um, and then when I came in for Pharaoh it was kind of like, um, I kind of went in with like an open mind, like, Hey, like, even if they're going to get mad or whatever, I'm just kind of like going to take it in. I'll obviously get my input on it, but not try to cause arguments type of thing. Yeah. And Chris obviously bounced off of me too. Like we would bounce off each other. Like if we had anything to say, we would kind of just say it in a way where we could get through to people. Um, and then like once we started playing, it was just like me and Chris, me and Chris would watch a lot of VODs, like even on our own, like me and him would just go in and just literally watch hours of theater and just yeah. like be on the same page with stuff and then bring that back to them and be like, yo, we should do this, so that, like blah, blah, blah. And um, then we ob obviously watched VODs on, like, as a team. Yeah. And it was just like, we all started getting on the same page with stuff. And just, we weren't, I guess they weren't probably as annoyed to play with the new environment. Yeah. So it probably helped them as well. Yeah, it definitely helps when you're like, it feels like you're progressing and getting better as a team. Everyone just isn't as like, annoyed ready to play to, and yeah so annoyed and ready to pop off or anything like that uh, but yeah. then we gotta talk about it again one of the craziest loser bracket runs in call of duty history black ops 4 champs first of all how did you guys even get into loser bracket and then explain to us like what was going through your head throughout a couple of those big series um yeah i mean so we so going into champs, actually, I did, I felt like, dude, it's weird because not a lot of people know this, but I had actually like a lump like in my neck and like, it was like weird. I like just didn't feel good. I was like almost like I was getting sick and I didn't know yeah. what it was. And like, I had like a headache. Um, hold on one second. I had like a headache and like, I just actually didn't feel good at all going into that event. I was like, fuck, well, this is like the worst event to not feel good. It's yeah. champs. Like I want to feel nice. Uh, but yeah, so like I actually wasn't playing good and we ended up losing. I forget who we lost to. I would have to go back and look at it. Mm. Um, it might have been LG. I, I don't oh, know. I think I it was. Remember. I think if I remember correctly, I think it was. Yeah, I think LG. it might have been LG. Um, yeah, and we lost LG. to them. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. We lost to them. And then we just, um, after that was like, we were all super upset. Austin was definitely super upset. Like the vibes were just not there anymore. It was like, yeah. bro, because like when you lose and you go in the, in the loser's bracket, it's like very hard to win. Yeah. So it's like, bro, like we're like, you know, but we're like, at the end of the day, we're like, yeah, we, I mean, we're not out of the tournament, so let's try to make a run. Let's not just give up type of thing. Yeah. Um, and then we went into the phase match, and we did this insane reverse sweep comeback, and that just, like, sparked all of our energy. It just sparked, like, it just, like, gave us so much momentum, momentum that we definitely didn't have. Like, our vibes were just so down. We're like, uh, like it was like almost we were expecting just to lose, you know? Yeah. And then we just made that, re that reverse sweep comeback, and we just started just flying. We just started just everything just started clicking again. We started going hard. We started having like better vibes, like everything. Yeah. The infamous gridlock control, the step back to <laughs> two, what was it? Like a two V seven or something. Yeah, like you a guys 2v7, capped yeah. the point. That was crazy. I was like so many times throughout the series. Like it was just like, oh, what the heck? Oops. Sorry. And so many times throughout the series, it was just like, oh, they lost like, Chalk because I think you guys were like one of the last games of the day or something on main stage, so everyone was like, All right, yep. time to go. But then you guys won that map in the fourth map. I think you guys went down by a hundred points as well, and then you yeah, made dude. that comeback. It's like, how how was it you guys are just making all these comebacks? Like, it, everything was just clicking somehow when you would go down by a lot. Yeah, I don't, I, I mean, it's hard to explain. It's just like 
we won the control and it was like all right like we got hyped afterwards We're like let's go like we actually started like screaming and like getting louder yeah and then going in the hard point like we we started off slow but like we ended up bringing it back and at that point it was like going into game five it was like, yo, like like we're, we we're winning this now we got so much like momentum now like we're winning this yeah if if they still had the mental fortitude to win that game five that would have been insane after choking a yeah control that like that 100 point lead i think selling dropped like 50 kills or like 40 real kills or something <laughs> yeah, like he, he was did. going yeah 50 or something in hard point like he was going yeah. off and then they ended up losing that hacienda hard point right i'm pretty i'm yeah, pretty sure hacienda hard point hacienda and that was that was one of the craziest series to watch for sure in call of duty history like that mm -hmm. that series will always be talked about one of like the craziest comebacks and i swear at champs some of the craziest stuff happens that will never happen in an open event or like a, an online tournament or anything like that like just the craziest stuff happens at champs i don't know if it's the nerves or what but oh yeah even that what, what was it world war two was it versus envy yeah versus envy that, that that series was crazy uh, too and i feel like that series is kind of being like forgotten but like yeah. that series was actually nuts yeah that series was crazy i remember it was like it was every team that was supposed to win the map ended up choking like we choked first map they choked second map everyone just kept choking and then game five we're down one five versus envy at world yeah. war ii champs and we somehow make the one five comeback <laughs> to move on we play united we 3-0 them and that's when we play up against tk almost to win the series and then who who would have known what would happen after that? But that the fact that like we just made that one five comeback like that's not happening anywhere else besides like a very big tournament environment. I just but, remember it being so hyped too. Like the crowd yeah. was going crazy, dude. We were like, on like one of those side stations, but like the crowd was just still like packed and so yeah. many people were watching. I couldn't believe it. Like that was crazy. I was like, nah, yo, after hype. we made that comeback, I was like, yo, we gotta win this. But uh, that was still definitely we we liked coming back a lot. One five comebacks multiple times throughout the year. We're just testing like, ourselves. Yeah, you know? we just wanted to put our back up against the wall and see what we could come back from. But uh, that was crazy. So going back to the Black Ops Four season, you guys got second at champs. Still a really good year. You guys won two tourneys, uh, had a lot of good placings, and then got mm -hmm. second at champs. It's still amazing. Um, and then Call of Duty goes to franchising. How was your transition from Hundred T into franchising? Uh, yeah, so I mean, obviously, going into franchising, everyone kind of was like looking at their options and just seeing what was like best for them, like just anything in general, like with their contract or just who they want to team with type of thing. Um, and then I, me and Crowder got together and we're kind of like, yo, what do you want to do? And I was like looking at the players because like people were moving quick, teams were moving fast. And I was like, bro, yeah. like, a lot of people are already taken. Um, at first, I was like maybe thinking about me and Sam sticking together, but he already had plans. And then there was just like so many things that just like weren't able we weren't able to do. And then I was like looking at it and I was like, he was like, who's the number one player out of this? Like, I think he had like a list for me. He was like, who's the number one player out of this list that you would want to play with? And I was like, bro, honestly, like, I don't know if it seems weird to you guys, but I think Major Maniac, like I want to play with Mike the most out of anyone on this just because I've teamed with him and be like, like not teamed with him, but I played with him in BO4 or BO3 yeah. and I knew how like he was as a person and he just like works hard and stuff. And I was like, that's someone I want to team with. Yeah. And then we picked up, so then we went to Selium because he was available. And we're like, all right, so we got me, Mike, and Selium. Like, what are we going to do? And we didn't really know. Like, we were trying to get Alec at some point. We had, like, a few other options that just, yeah. didn't, that just weren't going to work. And then out of nowhere, like, Chris came up to me, and he was like, yo, I think we might have a BZ and Simp. And I was like, all right, well, that's the fucking squad if we can yeah. get that. Like, let's 100% do that. 
and uh, we made it work. And that's kind of like how the team just like came together. Yeah. And you guys had a really good season in MW. How many events did you win? And like, what was some of your best places? Because I think you guys were made to a ton of finals. Yeah, we. I think we won two events. I think we won two of them, and we got to like three other finals mm-hmm. or like four other finals. We choked a lot of finals, honestly. I think we made it to four. Yeah. So we made it to six finals total, and we won two of them, which isn't yeah. bad. But obviously, you don't want to get second, so it's yeah, sucks, you but... want to try and win as many, win as many as yeah. possible. But like. Was consistent, you know. Yeah, definitely. That, it's so. definitely good to have that consistent feeling, but you just want to make sure you're trying to you're winning as much as possible when given yeah. the opportunity. But, but still, the good thing is, the good thing is, really we won. Things. We won a couple events, and we didn't just get second in all of them. So yeah. And then when champs came around, how did that all feel with champs? When playing champs from home, it we're not at a big event with. There's still a lot of money on the line, but not a lot of people in person watching while you're on main stage like what was the feeling for you playing at cod champs uh i mean it was weird i mean it's obviously weird i think it's probably weird for everyone playing it online yeah. um i mean i literally was playing in pajamas dude like you know what i'm saying like you can't you don't get you don't you don't go to champs at an at actual land event playing pajamas like i was like bro like if i'm gonna be home i'm gonna be as comfortable as i possibly can be i was like i'm putting pajamas on so like <laughs> i was just super comfortable like i was just chilling like I actually went into RJ's room because I figured something was wrong with my setup. Yeah. Um. So I was in RJ's room and like his room was super dark. Like there was no light that got through. So I was literally just like, just I was just relaxing. Uh, in the darkness, but, just grinding. Yeah, but like it's way it's so much different playing like that compared to an event. Like you got yeah. lights, you got people. Like I'm just chilling in a dark room in pajamas, like <laughs> playing Call, Call of Duty champs. Like what? Yeah. Playing for like. One point two or one point yeah. three million dollars just chilling yeah. in your PJs, and then after that you're you're just taking the dog for a walk. That's it. <laughs> yeah, but no, not. it was crazy though because after one of our matches, I forget which match it was, we ended up winning. Um, I think it was like it was like a last map. We ended up winning, and right after we won, our fire alarm started going off. <laughs> it was the craziest timing. Literally, not even like two minutes after. Like I was. I, we just won, and the guy came in. He was like, yo, Priest, for interviews. And I was about to go hop in there, and the fire alarm started going off. And I was like, yo, yo, fire alarm's going off. I got to go. <laughs> like, I can't do it. Wait, was there actually like a fire or was it like a false alarm? No, it was just a false alarm. Oh, for some okay. reason, I, yeah, at that apartment, people just love pulling the fire alarm or something. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, luckily, we haven't had too many issues like with that at our new apartment. So it, yeah. it's been pretty good. Um. Bayesian brother RJ is the coach for FaZe. RJ, RJ the Sloth Bear, something like that. You'll you'll know Carbon, RJ34, some something like that. <laughs> you'll know RJ. Um, but yeah, he was like the coach alongside uh Chris Crowder. Replays, James, guys eight different names. RJ's um, underrated, bro. R- RJ is, is like I mean he the thing is with like RJ is like he doesn't put himself out there on like Twitter, or, like social yeah, media. He's so very, a lot of people very don't quiet. Like, yeah, um, a lot of people don't know what he actually does. Yeah. He's, he's, he was a big help. No, yeah, definitely. Even on our World War II team, because I know when, like, Champs was coming around, we took it, like, super serious. Like, our we upped the grind a lot to, like, watching VODs, recording scrims, watching the back, seeing what we could do better. And that definitely helped us become one of the best teams in the game going to that last event. And I feel like if we had more events in World War II, it would have been great. But I just remember going dumb hard in um, – World War Two and just seeing how much the team progressed, uh, for champs and RJ with RJ and Chris were definitely uh, 
huge on that to like making sure we're playing the game right, uh, making sure we're being efficient and uh, get just constantly getting better at hard point. Cause I feel like that's kind of where we struggled. Like we weren't consistent at hard point. We win it sometimes, we lose it sometimes, but then we started winning like majorities. So yeah, he was definitely a huge help for that. Uh, but going back to MW, what was your favorite and least favorite thing of MW? Um, it could be anything. <laughs> the least favorite game thing of MW is probably just the doors. <laughs> you don't like, like busting bro, down doors, bro. I only got like ten doors on each map. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I didn't like the doors and probably the tax sprint. Honestly, I wasn't big. I wasn't a big fan of the tax sprint for competitive, just because okay. like. I didn't like the fact that you had a slide cancel just to get your tax sprint back. Like, if it was, like, an extreme conditioning, like, where you just always get tax sprint, like, as soon as you sprint, then that would be way better. Yeah. But, like, bro, like, that game did some stuff to my hands, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I probably clicked, <laughs> like, a, so many buttons in that, that year, dude. Like, yeah. It just button smashing, and that wasn't, like, a game, like, I mean, I didn't mind the game just because we were good at it, but yeah. it just wasn't my type of game, you know? And what was your favorite thing about it? Uh, favorite anything. thing? Warzone. Yeah, you were you were definitely <laughs> well, a Warzone grinder. Yeah, Warzone sure. was lit. Warzone was so like, bro, when the M4 meta was a thing in the Warzone, bro, yeah. it was so good. Yeah, even you, the Grawl, You set like, a couple world records, right? Yeah, yeah. What was? I the, think we might still. I think we might still have the um quads record. Quads. Like, yeah, I think it's 100, 130, 138 kills. Oh, yeah, and then did you have another one for a little bit? Yeah, I had the duos and the trios, but they got broken pretty quickly. Yeah. That's one. So I never you, got the solos though. Uh, do you still gotta get the solos, bro? So were you using the Net Duma and some wall hacks in Warzone? I mean, like a little yeah. bit, just a little bit, bro. Just a little so, bit. <laughs> it's so funny to like see like the Warzone community now. Now, like all big streamers, big players, good players, is uh, they all get like accused of like cheating now. It's it's kind of crazy. Yeah. And then you just never know who's legit because that game is just infested with hackers. No, yeah, that was like never a thing when I played. Like that was like, like that's all new. Like yeah. obviously there was cheaters and stuff, but like it wasn't oh, like as router or like whatever. Like, like yeah, no, it wasn't. I feel like now with Warzone, like you're guaranteed to get hackers in your games for a couple times a day. Back then, Wait, like it wasn't too common that you'd get. Hackers. I saw someone tweet out yesterday. I think it was like Maven or someone that they were doing a good job like taking the hackers out. So I think they're actually like doing something now. That's good, because I do feel like Warzone is, like, one of the best things to happen to the Call of Duty community, because there's never been a time where Call of Duty on Twitch has been popping off like this, and people just have, like, thousands and thousands of views. So, hopefully they take care of Warzone. Hopefully they can mm -hmm. just fix all the issues that they're having with it, because Warzone is just great for the community, and a lot of people love watching and playing it. So, hopefully there's some kind of anti-cheat or something. They keep banning these accounts or figuring out how to take down the cheats. They, uh, there's a lot of potential and it would suck to see Warzone just like, you know, not be a thing anymore because who knows, maybe it could be a thing for a while and you go be a Warzone pro one day and you just go fry everyone over there. You never know. Yeah. Cause I mean, dude, a bunch of huge streamers still playing like Nick Merckx, Tim the Time, and all of them yeah. are still playing it even through all the cheating. Like there's huge tournaments that are happening. Like bro, people can make a living off of Warzone and yeah. They got rid of the hackers out. That would be insane. Yeah, that would be got like I think it'd be so much fun. But uh, going back to competitive COD and the whole transition in the offseason from Atlanta phase, you guys just got second in, in COD champs, and then how did you end up on a Minnesota Rocker? Uh, yeah. So I mean, after last year, we got second. Um, and then we got the news that I was going to four v four. So we obviously knew someone was going to have to go off the team. 
Um, yeah. We didn't know what was going on. And then I got the news that me and Mike were both gone for Alec. And I was like, all right, well, now I have to find what I'm going to do. Um, and I kind of just like, you know, I took my time with it. I didn't want to rush into like what I was doing. So yeah. I kind of just, I was looking at all my options, just seeing teams that wanted to pick me up, blah, 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 stuff like that. Um, just getting offers from teams, seeing what they were going to offer me, how, like, what what they wanted to do with me. Like, just, like, the whole plans, like, just talking yeah. to orgs and stuff. And, um, I mean, for the, like, the most part, I wanted to stay with, with Mike. But yeah. I actually didn't know if I was going to stay with Mike, uh, like, throughout it all. That was, like, the number one thing I wanted to do. So it ended up working out for me. Um, because then Minnesota came up um, with the idea of you 2 and I was like, all right, well, me and Mike, I want to team with Mike, and we could just put us two together with you guys. And then that's kind of just how it happened. And um, it was mainly I just wanted to look for a team that was going to work hard, was going to be a group, good group of guys to be around, and just win, you know? I wanted yeah. a team that was going to be able to win. So, Of course, of course. That's most important, just making sure you have people that can work together, make progress, uh, and then, of course, just watching those VODs, working hard, because that's all it really comes down to Call of Duty, just, like, effort. Because I feel like... A lot of people say with like age, some players get like worse or anything, but I feel like it's just the effort that goes down a little bit because they might just be focused on other things, maybe in real life. But I feel like with Call of Duty, since a new game drops every single year, you just got to relearn it to, to the best of your ability and put all that time in just to become the best player and best team you could be. And that's one of the crazy things about Call of Duty, how it's an eSport and it's a new game every single year. So you have to always get the new game and relearn it. That is wild to think of like, we had to re relearn a new game. It's not like a new new game because it's COD, but like yeah. there's always something like new mechanic or something new yeah. you have to learn. So it's, it, it's actually it's actually crazy to think about. Sometimes it's good to jump shot. Sometimes it's not good to jump shot. Sometimes the drop shots elite. Sometimes, sometimes you got jetpacks. Slide you got cancel, dolphin dives. <laughs> you got a wall run. Like you got to swim. There's you know I don't even know what's gonna happen next year in Call of Duty. What would you rather have though? AW two or World War three? uh aw2 by far aw2 you some jetpacks i want i want some packs back man like <laughs> i want to be flying i don't i want to be side canceling bro yeah i want to be flying while running whatever like yeah. i'm down for that, all that they need to bring the dash back the dash movement from aw was so elite like you could just finesse people so hard and just just ankle break every, oh my god the dash i'm down, for, I'm down bro they need to bring AW2, the dash back man. the dash but don't bring wall runs wall runs were whack because like you know you just yeah, you can true. run on every level. You can run on the highest part, the middle part, the lowest part. Like you just need to be able to dash around a little bit, hit some juice, some shimmies. Like that would be god like. But you don't want like AW two mixed with like a a Black Ops three, like a <laughs> like a dash Dude, wall run. A dash you wall run. Stick to the you just stick to the wall. Everyone's hands might be broken after that if you're wall running, jetpacking, dashing. Because even when I was eighteen, I was like, yo, my hands are kind of sore after playing for twelve hours a day, and that was when I was eighteen. So. It would. We'd have to make sure we're icing our hands every night after that. But um, yeah, it would be it would be crazy to see what happens. And uh, I don't know. I'm trying to I'm trying to get the intel, but they're probably keeping it low key from the players because they they know that the Coburn will find out within a couple of days or weeks after some <laughs> of the players know. <laughs> but you're attached, man. They gotta tell you, bro. No, 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 no. I've been. I'm I'm on thin ice right now. I'm on thin ice. After a couple of things earlier this year. <laughs> but uh, how are you liking uh, Cold War so far? Uh yeah, I actually, dude, I was saying the other day to you guys, I was like, bro, like this is like the first game since like IW that I just like want to play H and that I just want to grind. Like yeah. the games is fun to me. Like I haven't felt like that in the past couple of years, and it, it's just so helpful because like when you're having fun, then you're just gonna learn so much and you're just yeah. gonna get way better. Um, so I mean, I'm enjoying the game so far. I think like a few spawns could be tweaked, but like overall, like 
it's fun. S and D is a little weird too, mm-hmm. but I, it's not like to the point where I'm like, yo, I hate playing this game. Like I'm still yeah. enjoying it. Now I do feel like respawn, especially hardpoint, plays really well. Like of course there is some messed up spawns, but overall the system is good. I I enjoy it a lot more than squad spawns. Yeah. Some people might like squad spawns a little bit, but nah, yeah, the eights are really fun to play. I wish <laughs> you don't, you don't you don't think people enjoy squad spawns, bro? I mean, I don't know who's enjoying squad spawns. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It take a, it would take a person that's built very different. But I do feel like I wish SND we can play like competitive SND the way it is now in some online tournaments because I do feel like the one way smokes are pretty whack. What do you what do you think about like the one way smokes and all that? I mean, yeah, it's just it's just not competitive just because you're throwing a smoke and they can't even see you and. You... Like bro, there's two smokes. Like what was on on uh yeah Moscow a bomb site where you just everyone just throwing smokes yeah. in the eskies or like <laughs> outer eskies and like bro like there's eight people just running at each other through a smoke, dude. It's like it's not it's not competitive. So yeah, I mean I, I don't like it. Yeah, hopefully they can like fix uh fix something with the smoke to make it that we can so we can be we can use it in competitive because I don't mind using smokes, but the way they are now like. It shouldn't be the play to throw a smoke, go stand in the middle of it, and then you just do 360s and you're a, a personal radar. So that's <laughs> that's not it. But uh, oh, someone asked, how are we feeling about them moving P4 and Crossroads to ICE? What's Is that your, actually happening? That? I did yeah, see like a Maddox picture. Maddox tweeted that. Maddox tweeted oh, that. Oh, really? And he's a developer. So I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, something needed to happen because, like, bro, that hill is so hard to break. Like, if you have the back spawns, like, you're chilling. <laughs> yeah. Like, it would happen sometimes where you get broken, but, like, if you just played it right, like you're getting a full sixty. Yeah, unless the other team like has streaks, but I feel like moving it to a lake, I feel like it will be better for sure. I don't know how it will play out, but there's no way it gets worse than what it was before from when it was behind the rock to now it's behind the boxes on P4 side. So put, putting it to the lake, I think it will make it better. So it it should be better, but who knows? We have to wait to play it and uh then we'll see. Last question from me. What is your uh, biggest goal or something you want to accomplish before you're said and done and competing in Call of Duty? Uh, just win champs. That's the last thing I haven't done. I mean, I've won events. I've made a name for myself, and now I just want to win champs. Like, that's the only thing I haven't done, and I've been so goddamn close. Yeah, you've probably been the closest years. out of out of anyone. Two seconds and one third placing at champs. Dude, third, second, second, bro. I thought it was, I thought it was meant to be. I thought it was going to be 3-2-1, man, but it wasn't. I got shut down. <laughs> so yeah, I, I just gotta, that's the last thing I want to do. I, I definitely want to win champs before anything yeah. happens. For sure. And then that's, like I said, that was it for me, but I think it's time for the chat to ask questions. So we have Preston, we have Preston here. He has his private jet. He's going to take off. He's going to go to the Super Bowl in a little bit. I need these questions now in the chat. Let's, let's not let him waste any more time and have him sit around because he's a busy man. So Thank you for uh, joining us uh, on Stay Attached. It was fun. We had a we had a good me- some good memories, a lot of good talks. But what's it called? Chat. It's your time now. Ask P Dog whatever you want. He can answer as many as he wants. But we'll limit it if you guys are getting a little too rowdy in there. Um, but yeah, let him know. <laughs> Why don't I wear my glasses anymore? I do wear my glasses. I just don't wear them while I play. Like I wear them to watch TV and like to drive and stuff like that. I just don't wear them while I play because I don't really need it for close range. Close range. Yeah, like long range. medium long range you need those yeah like sites? i need yeah like i need a long like a like a long barrel for those you know <laughs> you need a long barrel on your glasses <laughs> yeah. wait you do you want me to like read the questions out no or, like, whatever are questions you... you feel like you're vibing with it doesn't have to be anything right. you, can, you can read it out you can read it out if you want and then just answer it but whatever question you're feeling 
You you go. This is all you. I'm I'm hands off. You're taking control now. I bet. I miss my son MC a little bit. He probably misses me too. You know, he, MC won't admit it, but he misses me. I know it. Yeah, he definitely does. <laughs> he definitely does. You're his father, so he definitely misses you. A rocker podcast. We should. That would be fun. Honestly, the whole squad just in one one place doing a podcast. I'd be down for it. Yeah, when will it happen? Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. That, that would be a good time though. Just talk about random stuff, anything and everything. It'll be it'll be a good time. Our team, our team is pretty vibey like that. So. It'd be fun. Yeah, the main reason I started using a sub, uh, well, the the meta's two subs and two ARs in this game, so, I, I mean, that's just kind of the role that I'm getting thrown into. Obviously, I like playing a flex, but like, bro, I'm still using a sub as a flex. I'm using a sub and a 10 AR, so it's like, yeah, it's still the same thing. Like, I don't mind it, and I like the 74U. I actually like it. Yeah, the 74U, I really like that gun a lot too. That gun's really fun <laughs> to use. The XM4 though, whew. The XM4, the XM4 does XM4, go crazy. That sh goes crazy. Yo, Treyarch, nerf it. All right. <laughs> Wait, what? Every gun is crazy though. Even the Craig, dude. Like every gun is actually nuts. Like if you position yourself right. Yeah. How are you feeling about 100T <laughs> first game? I mean, it's gonna be a good game, bro. We're getting thrown right in the mix, 100T in Dallas, right? Yeah, we have a, so, we like, have a really strong, best teams in our group to start. So. I think that's better that we're. I honestly would rather play the best teams than yeah. play like the lower teams and like work our way up because like we're gonna learn so much more from these games. Hundred percent. So definitely because they're gonna be bringing. Like, of course, everyone's gonna bring the A game, but I mean, it seems like that hundred T and Dallas have been like levels above like teams right now. So it's uh it's gonna be it's gonna be good and especially especially versus Dallas too. They're defending champions. Um. They've been playing really well, so that's gonna yep. that's gonna be an exciting match. I can't I can't wait to get in there. Hundred percent. My dad asked, "What's my favorite food?" Enchiladas <laughs> and you tacos. Hey, we got Papa Priest in here. Let's go. What's it called? Everyone's asking who are who are your top three teams right now. Ooh, top three teams. Yeah. Uh, uh, probably f like Phase Optic Dallas. Okay. Yeah, yeah I probably say the same thing. Favorite map in Cold War. Favorite map? Uh, yikes, dude. Um, probably like uh, Moscow. Moscow, Moscow Hardpoint. Actually, I don't know. Really? I kind of like. I think Moscow's kind of boring. I kind of like Checkmate, bro. Am I weird? Yo, for that? Checkmate. Yo, Checkmate. I mean, nothing. I like Checkmate. Yeah, checkmate, yeah. We're, yeah, we're kind of vibing with Checkmate. Um. But yeah, I'm a pilot, man. Like, yeah, we're just we're just taking over. We're taking over uh, the plane. That's our plane right there. <laughs> I mean, raids raids good too. I yeah, mean, I like raid too. I like raid too for our plane. Actually, I'm starting to like it for control a lot too. Garrison, I, I like Garrison a lot too. I'm just saying for competitive COD, yeah. You know, what I'm saying like a competitive aspect, like the spawns, how it plays yeah, out, yeah, yeah. like. Yeah, I like yeah, it. Chad didn't Chad didn't like the Moscow answer, dude. Yeah, because like Moscow is just like in one of those. It is kind maps. of it is kind of boring, it's fun but... getting mixy and garrison. Like you're just diving underground, hopping up, sliding around the mid tank, jumping top bridge, hopping top green, going crazy. Like Garrison's actually really fun. I like Garrison. <laughs> I think Garrison might be my favorite, no lie. Ray control, yo, ray control is fire. I like that. I like the express S and D, yay or nay. Would you want Express to be uh in the uh, competitive rotation? I mean, I'd have to play it. Like, I, I didn't really, like, play it much back then, you know? Oh, so, like, yeah. That is true. You didn't really play uh, BO2. Yeah, I didn't really play it much. Yeah. But 
Ooh. Favorite competitive Call of Duty that you've played? What is it? What is it? Uh, probably Black... Probably... I would say BO3 and BO4. I don't know what I like better. I li- I really enjoyed those games. Okay. I would say I would say like, um, I mean AW probably would would have been at the top of my list, but I only went to one event, so yeah. I can't really say that. Um, but yeah, I I don't know either BO3 or BO4. Do you still skate? No. I wish I wish I could skate, but I'm just putting my career on the line if i do that so it's like yeah. we'll wait till after then you'll get you'll get back into it so after you win a couple rings a bunch more tournaments then yeah, you yeah, retire yeah, then you can start skateboarding again and then we'll get into it a shout out romans for gifting papa priest s bay a, a sub to the channel let's get hey, it romans, to you, go. romans let's go let's go romans all right favorite gun of all time bro i don't i don't really, like I mean, for competitive, I don't really have a favorite gun. I actually tweeted this the other day. It was like the intervention, bro. Just because like MW2 sniping was just so fun for me. Like yeah. the funnest times I had in COD before like competitive was sniping in World War II, or um, MW2 and like COD 4 when I first got in it, like Michael Myers and doing all the like glitches with old school mode. Like yeah. that, that was just so fun to me, bro. Like, and we had like the elevator glitch and everything, bro. Like it was, those were the times where I just had the most fun. <laughs> outside competitive so i always say like i don't know mw2 uh intervention was super fun for competitive i don't know oh yeah what gun that you've ever used for competitive sog maddox uh mm. ppsh uh what else what else what else the asm1 bow which which would you say is your favorite what what was the um what was like the flex weapon in IW? What was that called again? Oh, the K bar. Yeah, the K bar might be up there for me actually. Yeah, you were well, yeah, gun... you were a demon in, in that game in IW. You were getting banned from eights, formal banned you from pro eights. Yeah, man. <laughs> I don't know. They, just, they didn't like me in there anymore. <laughs> you would join up and take over. They said, "Nah, we gotta get this guy out of here." Bro, I didn't even know I was on a win streak, and like, I forget. I think it was like Cap. He's like, "Yeah, you're on like a twenty win streak in here." So like, <laughs> I was like, "What?" <laughs> You're like, ah, oh, yeah, we had, to, we had to get this guy out of here. No, we just had a moment, like, breakout hardpoint, because we'd always play breakout hardpoint last. Mm. And I would, for some reason, like, I was, like, I had a moment where I was literally just frying every breakout hardpoint we'd play. We'd get the last map, and map. I would just fry. <laughs> yeah, I literally had a command exclamation point breakout in the chat. Like, I had everything. It was, like, I don't know. But yeah, K-Bar was fire, though. Yeah, that gun was fun. I actually liked the meta in that game, because you had the E-Rad with a sub. K bar, flex gun, and then MV4, like the main AR. Those weapon, guns so. were good, bro. I like those yeah. guns a lot. Yeah, I actually, I didn't feel like any of those guns were like OP either. Like they were just perfectly balanced, to be honest. Oh, yeah. I didn't think they were, one would melt the other. It would just be good. Uh, someone said, didn't MC get banned from eights? Did he get banned? I don't know if he got banned. Did he? I'm not sure. I remember everyone thought he was keyboarding because he would just snake so abnormally fast. No, yeah. <laughs> that clip of him snaking out is hilarious. Dude. The first time I played a tournament and I played against his little squad and we were playing retaliation and I would like peek the hallway. I was like, oh, there's no one in the hallway. And I would start, I would just like start jumping, running on the wall and they just pop out of nowhere. And that's right when I learned about snaking and they were just behind the headlights in the hallway, snaking up and down. Up just, and down. <laughs> oh my God. I remember that. I was like, what? Snaking was, bro. Remember how bad snaking was? You literally couldn't even see him in that game. Yeah. There was a, what, what event was it where everyone was just getting in a setup and just snaking everything? Uh, I think it was, I know, I know season one of IW playoffs, 
it was another was a event that was snaking a lot because Splice was a team that like we didn't want to not snake, so they were everyone asking yo no snaking, and they would it. just say they was like nah we're snaking, and um, yeah, then they ended up winning the event, and that was crazy. But you can do it too, phase of yeah the snaking. It's been it's been happening for years and years, guys. This is not new for MC. So we just need jetpacks back. Yep. And then no laying down. Just take the laying down out. Yeah, it's because it's the dolphin dive. The movement that messes it up is the transition from laying down and then you run into sprint. That's what causes the snaking. So if they like can mess with one of those movements, then they can stop the snaking. But until then, you're gonna catch me on the heady snaking and slide canceling, and um, <laughs> that's about it. Was but, it MW three snaking like really bad too? MW three. Yeah. I didn't really put. I didn't I really MW, like do it yeah. much when I played, but MW three definitely has some crazy snaking. MW3, IW. This game, you could actually snake a lot. You got the snake like slide. Yeah, you can snake slide, slide cancel, <laughs> do all that. Like, there's a lot of movements in this game that you can mess up and uh, abuse. So, we're definitely going to have to do those just when the time's right. But um, honestly, I think it's going to do it for this episode of the Stay Attached podcast. Preston, thank you for joining us. Have yes, fun sir. on your private jet and at the Super Bowl tonight. I will. It's, uh, I will. Hopefully, it's safe travels and all that stuff. But uh, everyone, make sure you gas pressing up right now. Say some great things about him and uh, make him make him feel good. While I look for someone else to go host on uh, Twitch. But thank you guys all for watching. Hope you guys all enjoyed. And uh, I don't know when the next episode is gonna be, but it's gonna be sometime within this year. So, episode nine, someday.